Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. And yes, I know you all thought I'd cancel the podcast, but I didn't. I was just very, very, very busy. Um, Keith, in particular, is um, <laughs> Keith is my uh, my long long term um, language compatriot buddy uh, correspondence partner from Canada, and uh, Keith reliably messages me on Facebook every time I take a break from 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 the podcast. He he uh, messages me and says, Ollie, have you cancelled the podcast? I'm like, no, I haven't. I've just had lots of stuff to do. And, well, I have had a lot of stuff to do. We ran the Language Influencer Summit in Berlin, which was just brilliant. But it took a lot out of me, to be honest. And um, I've just spent the last couple of weeks just kind of recuperating. Um, and uh, But I'm back. And that's the main thing. So here we go. Bit of housekeeping, because there are a couple of changes on the way for the podcast. Last year, I ran a survey asking, asking you guys... Um, what you wanted from the podcast. And um, one of the interesting things that came up from that was that you really like us, uh, me answering people's questions, but you also want to hear from me from time to time. And um, and I get that because, you know, to be honest, I have a lot of ideas and things that I think about in my language learning, which, which don't always make it onto the podcast because, you know, if I'm thinking about one thing and then um you know somebody else asks me a question on something else then i you know i just don't talk about the stuff that that i am thinking about a lot so here's what's going to happen on the podcast we are going to stick with our two episodes a week formula but one of those episodes is going to be on the rules of language learning and i'll tell you what that is in just a sec but to, just to just to be clear one episode probably on a tuesday is going to be uh, answering a question and then on the th- on the friday of each week you're going to get a rule of language learning and a rule of language learning is there's no question there that's just me giving you a talking about an important concept in language learning something that i've been thinking about something that i think you should know something that i think is really fundamental to how we learn languages so that's what's going to happen now the rules of language learning for longer term listeners you may, this may sound familiar and that's because last year I recorded a few episodes on this and um, I, in each of those episodes, I kind of gave you two or three rules in each, in each episode. And the, the format was quite popular and, but so much so that I've decided to expand it a bit. And I've taken a long time actually writing out and preparing each of these rules. So I've got better examples. I've got, I'm a bit more coherent when I'm talking about them. And so what you're going to see um, on, or here rather on, on Fridays is um, an entire episode devoted to one rule. So I'm really going to go into depth and try and do it justice. Now, the first few rules will be covering old ground, so stuff that we've you've heard about on, in the podcast before, but it's been completely rewritten, it's completely fresh, so even though the rule itself will, be, will sound familiar, everything I say about it will be different. Okay, so... That is all coming up. I would also like to say that I've um, I've actually already kind of pre-recorded the first ten rules, and I'm afraid the audio is not brilliant. So you'll have to forgive me for the quality of the audio for the first ten, but it will get better after that. I'm working hard on on improving the audio for that, and the reason is that actually I record these on video, and they're all available on my YouTube channel as well. And so I record these on video, and I take the audio from the video. And um, the unfortunately, when I recorded the first ten or so, the audio wasn't 
wasn't great. I think the microphone was a bit too far away from me. So it's not the same quality that you're used to here on the podcast. Um, so sorry about that in advance, but uh, it will get better. I promise I'm trying new things. I'm tr- trying to keep everything we're doing here fresh. I'm also learning all the time myself. So that's on its way. I would like to thank the sponsors of the show. The wonderful, the one and only italki, where you can get language practice, speaking practice with teachers of the language that you're learning. These are great if you don't get the chance to practice speaking very much. And if you'd like to get a free session, then you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson and follow the instructions there on the page. All right, then today I'd like to answer a question that came through by email from Sylvia, in fact, at the end of last year. Sylvia says, Hi, Oli. I've been following your podcast for a while and I've got a question. I've made some friends through the Conversation Exchange website. Most of the time, we share a lot in the first few days, but then our conversations become less and less until finally we never talk anymore. I don't know how to maintain contact with new friends and then become proper language partners. I wonder if you have ever been in the same situation or if you could give me some advice. That would help me a lot. Thank you. And Sylvia is in China. Sylvia, thank you very much for your question. Sorry, it's taken me three months to reply. Uh, sorry, four months even to, to reply to you. Anyway, that language exchanges. So you may know that um, I've, I've talked quite a bit about language exchanges in the past. And, um, you know, I think language exchanges are really, really difficult to, to get right. I recorded an episode some time ago um, entitled the worst language exchange ever that <laughs> was all about uh, well a, a really a particularly bad language exchange that um that i had and this was episode 162 if you'd like to go back and listen to to that you can find that at i will teach your language.com forward slash episode 162 and you know it's because i think with language exchanges the thing is that you're dealing with real people and i don't know about you sylvia but for every 100 people that I meet, maybe one or two of them will become friends. And the other 98 or 99 people will be people who, you know, I like, or maybe not, but but usually I like people, right? So they might be nice people, but they're just not the kind of person that I want to sit and talk to. And with language exchanges, you know, you've got to have stuff to talk about and you've got to, um, you know, you're going to meet regularly, you're going to talk a fair bit. And so, the thing is that really, if these language exchanges are going to last longer than a couple of sessions, you've got to find someone who's interesting. Now, Sylvia, I don't know whether you're doing language exchanges through email or through Skype or face-to-face or or whatever. Um, I personally only really like doing things face-to-face. And the reason is that I spend all my life behind a computer, right? So I just like to get out and 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 do my language exchanges face-to-face. I do often do do lessons or conversation sessions um on um on, on skype i use italki a lot that's usually when i'm paying for it so if i i mean you know if, if, if i so italian for example my my tutor stefano who i work with quite a bit he is based in belgium and i can't meet face to face so you know we I, I pay him and we meet on skype and um that's because it's it's the most time efficient way of doing it that's not really a language exchange that's more of more like a lesson you know um, but uh, so I don't know if you're doing your language exchanges face to face or not. Um, it doesn't really matter. I guess the, the important thing is you've either way, you've still got to have something to talk about. Right. That's the thing. And my solution to this has always been to do more of the work up front. 
So what do I mean by that? Well, if, if you know that um, that not everybody you meet is going to become a regular language partner, then it makes sense to try to figure out who is likely to be a good language partner in advance. So one of the things that you can do, for example, is to just to spend more time corresponding over email. So you can uh, you can get to know them a little bit, ask them what they're interested in. And so, for example, if you hate football and this person you've just met loves football and only talks about football, then it's probably not it's probably not going to be a, a a fantastic relationship. Obviously, you know, if both of you are interested in in, in exchanging your languages, then you know, to a certain extent, you can kind of keep the conversation going. You can find, you can look for things to talk about. But for me, the great thing about language exchanges is when these people actually end up becoming friends, you know, and you end up developing a real relationship. And so many people who are, that I hear from have language exchange partners, and then they go on holiday and they go and meet those people and hang out with them. So when your language exchange partners actually become friends, that's the best situation of all. That's That's just wonderful, you know. So I think uh, really it, it's good to aim for that to, it's good to aim to find people who you think have the potential to become um, friends. And so what I would recommend to you is that you, you just do a little bit more work up front. The Conversation Exchange website is fantastic. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's at conversationexchange.com. Love that website. There's another one called mylanguageexchange.com, which you have to pay like $5 for or something, but it's really worth it because it's a good good kind of filter for people who are serious. And you can also find people on on uh, using apps like Tandem, which I like, or HelloTalk. There's lots of different ways to find those, those conversation partners. But in each case, I would encourage you to do more work up front. Try to figure out whether that person is actually, whether you've got interests in common. And then, you know, once you've, once you've established that somebody that you do have those friends in common, uh, that's sorry, those interests in common, then at that point, then you can, you know, maybe start to invest a little bit more in the relationship. It's quite cold and calculating, isn't it? I guess this is what I'm talking about. But the trouble is that you can really spend a lot of time and waste a lot of time doing this. And, and we don't have time, do we? We're all, we're all busy. And it's also disappointing. I mean, I've also had that same situation. So you where I've had language exchange partners that I really like, um, but they, for whatever reason, are not interested in, in carrying on. The other thing I suggest you do is really try to be as clear as possible about what it is that you want. Okay. So actually say in your profile, I'm looking for this. So I'm looking for a language partner to, to exchange emails in Chinese and English on a daily basis, or I'm looking for someone to chat over Skype, or I'm looking for someone to meet face to face once a week. Um, whatever that may be. Uh, the clearer you are, the more likely it is that you're going to attract the right kind of person. So those are the things that I recommend you do. It's not easy, but I think by doing these things, that gives you the best chance of succeeding. And um, if anyone out there is learning Mandarin and they would like to do a language exchange with Sylvia, well, Maybe I can connect you guys. So go to the show notes that you will find at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 304 and um, leave a message for Sylvia. Let her know where where, where she can contact you. Um, I don't know whether my spam filter on the blog will block that or not, but let's, let's, let's give it a go. Anyway, 
If you would like to ask me a question, like Sylvia did, but uh, through through voice message, which is really cool, because then I get to hear your voice as well, then you can go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash ask. And at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And for this, I'm going to send you back to the the episode I recorded entitled The Worst Language Exchange Ever. If you have ever had a difficult language exchange in the past, then you owe it to yourself to go and listen to this episode because (laughs) you will realise that everybody, including me, struggles with this. So this is episode 162. So you can look at that in your podcasting app or else go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash episode 162. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses, which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are a intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.